Flavor Odyssey is brought to you by Drew Estate, the rebirth of cigars, and Smokin' Cigars, voted number one in selection and customer service. A Flavor Odyssey. And now from Cigar Dojo Studio Lot B, your hosts, Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs. <laughs> and the Odyssey continues. What's up, Dojo Nation? Welcome to another episode of Flavor Odyssey. I'm your host, Robbie Raz. Here's our co-host, Lumberjack Randy Griggs, coming to you live <laughs> from Lot B. And I guess, Randy, really just for the foreseeable future, indefinitely, uh, Lot B minus. Um, I need you to come over and do some woodworking in my garage <laughs> and, uh, and, and, and hook me up because this, this, this backdrop is just not getting it done. Randall Griggs, I feel like it's been a long, I'm not going to make that, I haven't seen you since last year joke, but it's been, no, I feel like it's it. been a while since, uh, since I've seen you, man. How you doing? Doing well, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I felt weird coming onto a Wednesday last week. Like, you, you know what? The only bad thing about getting a week off is that I uh, I end up like still stressing out because I forgot we had the week off, so I was like still gearing up for the show, and then only at the last minute did I realize we didn't have a last show. Um, but uh, did you wow, watch, did you watch the show that we did? Um, no, I had the week off. We're talking about <laughs> what show? There's there's another show. <laughs> I didn't, no I didn't. other shows about cigars are allowed on Wednesdays. I'll leave it at that. That yeah, was I, that was a good show that we did with Borschwitz. Woo! I'm telling you, it was good. It. I like I like Jeff. I, ah, that I was such a good show. That. Such a good show. Was it? Oh yeah, it was. It was amazing. Hey guys, just real quick, you know that here in Colorado it is now eight eight degrees. Oof. So like eight eight degrees over the like regular temperature or below <laughs> the regular temperature? What do you mean eight? Eight total. Eight total degrees. <laughs> Eight total. Not so quite long, total. John, long John's weather, Randy. We're, cl- we're close. Bro, bro, are you getting me anything under 56 <laughs> long John? Copy, copy that, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm the only one decked out in a, what, what, are the, what are the Canadians call them? They call them a toque? Toque. Uh, a toque. Uh, I'm the only one wearing that. It's token, bro? Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, it's it's like 55 degrees here. We're we're very very comfortable. Uh, I'm sorry that it's uh, it's so cold over there. Lots yeah. of smoglians running around. I guess we'll get yeah. we'll get through. Too many smokes. We'll get through, you boys. You do fine. I'm beautiful. I, I'll tell you what. I, I could just sit here all day. Look at you. Could tell the audience has missed us too because we're we're getting all these like great posts. Uh, you know, thank you for everybody. Happy New Year first and foremost. So Indeed. happy to be back. So happy to see everybody. What, what do you mean, Lumberjack, Freddy Krueger? I don't even get these references. Yeah, I, I didn't get that one. Well, one time you showed up to the show looking like Freddy Krueger. That, that was the last. That was, that was the last, last show. It was the Christmas oh. show. Oh, Randy, red and green stripes. Randy no, had the uh, the hat. It was a Christmas sweater. 
Yeah, but you had the Freddy Krueger hat on and little fedora action. Yeah. Oh, it was the hat that pushed it over. I, I, see. I like okay. the new look. Yeah. It fits with the ambiance. And, and you know what was cool about that, Randy, is you you haunted me in my dreams that night. Nice. And every night since. <laughs> nice. Well, I, I got to say, so you guys didn't see it. Um, I had a text message come up. Um, so I'm going to address it. I've I have lost some weight. I had a, a, a audience member ask if I've lost lost some weight. Nobody asked you, that. You wouldn't believe. <laughs> do you not see it, Eric? I Jordan, do. you see it. You, I do. Been, I do. You've been in the same situation, Jordan. I don't know yeah. if everyone in, uh, in the audience has watched it. Jordan has illustrated in his life some serious uh, willpower of going from chubby Jordan to the <laughs> the, the, the spelt. Yeah. Uh, sleek gentleman that we all know and love so uh, well. Sans keto. You don't have to do. You don't have to do keto. No. Keto's that was so fun, 2019. Bro. Get out of here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, everyone with keto, by the way, is now off keto because we've got cholesterol problems. <laughs> I don't know if you guys got the memo, but all fat all the time is not good for your diet, whether you lose weight or not. <laughs> that's that's the bacon diet, right? You'll die ten years earlier, but you know you lost some weight. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were skinny when you died. So <laughs> but but no, I, uh, I I announced here on the show it was uh it was the day before Thanksgiving. I got a gym membership. It was actually a Wednesday, Ooh. and uh, I've been just simply I I, I took a, a lesson from Jordan. I asked him how he had uh, slimmed up. Oh really? And uh, I just I've been counting calories, and uh, and working out. You guys would will not believe it when you see me in Vegas. When we're in the pool in Vegas, you guys are really gonna understand. <laughs> I have lost, I kid you not, in five weeks, I have lost 19 pounds. Holy oh, cow! <laughs> Jeez! Wow. That's... I know! In I... five weeks! Well, and then you cover oh. it up with a big old lumberjack jacket? You should be flaunting this. What are we working oh, with I, down I, there? I, I thought about coming <laughs> onto the show in a, in a wife beater, but thought that it might be a little over the top. You know, I'd rub in the whole eight degree total thing, but... Uh, <laughs> Anyways, I'm so sorry, Rob. I have completely hijacked the show. It's Welcome fine. to Flavor Odyssey. We it's, are on, on pre-made cocktails. Take it away, Rob. It's right. good that, that Jordan brought up you know, the, the excess amount of clothing that you're wearing because it's been a while since we have really let the audience know that Flavor Odyssey does have a strong uh, no-nipple policy. So oh. we are, yeah, we, we <laughs> no nips all the time. <laughs> Uh, so just remember that <laughs> moving forward. Um, no, that's I, I'm I'm glad that you're losing weight. Uh, I, I do think it's funny that you look like a brewer right now. I, I, it's just strange to me. Like you just look like you're gonna go make some IPA. I, I don't know. Harvest some hops and wow, you're you're you're, you're trying to bust out all, all all my secrets all at once. Why don't you introduce the show? We'll get to that. I, I got some things to say about. I, the I wasn't industry. gonna be. I wasn't gonna bust out any secrets. I just think it's ironic. Um, <laughs> welcome to Flavor Odyssey, the I show the where joke, we do everything everyone. except talk about pairings. Um, we've got a pairing here tonight. Now that we got all that nonsense out of the way, hit that share button. Uh, let your friends and family know that you are a uh, you're an odd person. And you like strange things in your spare time. We are wrapping up, thank God, the uh, pre-made cocktail segment of season four. And Randy, boy, oh boy, did you nail it with this one. We are ending strong. <laughs> strong, strong, strong. Uh, let's just get this out of the way. We're, uh, I think, Eric, yeah, Eric, Jordan, and I are drinking the Cutwater oh, gin and tonic. Um, that uh, Randy said was going to be the pairing today. Which... Oh, wait, I, I'm sorry. I thought we were going with the Tangeray 
pre-made gin and tonic with London Dry Gin. It's, didn't you get the? Can we uh, just kick him off the show? <laughs> is that is that an option? Yes. Just go with the just black out his screen. Definitely mute his microphone. Um, well, Randy did pick. Uh, Randy picked the drink this week. It was the the gin and tonic from Whoa. Cutwater. Our good friends at Cutwater, which uh, this is naturally flavored with cucumber. You can tell. It's naturally Ooh. flavored with cucumber. You can tell. And and grapefruit uh, tonic water. Apparently, they have a cucumber and grapefruit tonic. Uh, so it is um, very cucumbery. And uh, I'm, frankly, was, was not excited when I saw that, nor was I prepared for it. But... Um, once that initial shock of the cucumber and the anger wears off, it's, it's, it's not quite. It's not quite as bad. No, it it, it all it all transparency. Uh, it, you know, I had said, you know, again, you know, I I I of the whole group, I really like the challenges um, a lot. I, everyone does, but but we you know we we like to say that a bad pairing is something that you might learn more from than a good pairing and. I like doing things that uh, are traditionally thought of as really tough to pair with cigars. You know, we've done IPAs. You know, we, we completely broke um, the notion of wine isn't a great uh, cigar pairing uh, beverage on this show, in my opinion, where, where we all kind of thought that was going to be more um, uh, troublesome than, than it wound up being. And so I, uh, I, I always thought that gin and tonic was one of those ones that uh, was, was a tough pairing. And so, uh, so I said I was going to pick one, and you know I've I, I've had some other things going on. I was a little bit lazy, and I and I and I messaged Rob and I say, okay, let's just do the cut water. Everyone's going to be able to find it. It'll be easy. We we like what they they do. We've had their margarita. We loved it. We had their mai tai. We loved it. I've had their bloody mary. I love it. Why wouldn't their gin and tonic be exceptional? And so then Rob calls me and he goes. Randy, did you know that they add cucumber to this dang drink? And so I pulled an audible at the last second, right before the show. I ran down. So uh, my bearing's a little bit different. I apologize. Um, but it's been so many weeks since I've gone off script. I, 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 I thought like, like it was fair that I could kind of come back. No, no, um, no, 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 no. There's, <laughs> there's no way that you're, you're talking your way out of this. It's it's just not an option. Um, I I agree that uh, that a gin and tonic I think is a good idea because yeah. it's it I, I enjoy gin and tonics uh, myself, um, but uh, <laughs> I, it, I I really I really 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 dislike cucumber. I and, do too. And it's in um, so uh, Jordan, the thing you were saying before the sh what bring that up because I'm curious. Oh yeah. If if that what Randy what. This is something that Randy had said when we were in Vegas. Yeah, we were, we were in the pool, and we were drinking a beer that was like some sort of watermelon beer. And Randy was uh, like, yeah. oh, do you know that pretty much most, if not all, beers are, that are watermelon flavored, that's actually cucumber. And the second you said that, I hated the drink. It was like, oh, that's, that's <laughs> cucumber. Yeah, that sucks. I, I don't like this. <laughs> Yeah, uh, apparently there's some science behind it. Now, I, I won't say that this is one of the ones that I've, like, really researched and know a ton about, but apparently there's some science behind the fact that we really can't discern um, significantly between cucumber and watermelon. And so literally by by coloring a can 
to be watermelon colors, calling it watermelon, those cues will automatically make you think watermelon. But I, I, I know for a fact there's a lot of like really popular breweries. Um, not the one that I worked for the last few years at 21st Amendment. It was, it was kind of a point of pride. It's why I knew it because at 21st Amendment, we actually did use watermelon. But most other breweries actually just use cucumber, call it watermelon. No one knows the difference. Now, I would say that if there was, uh, Robbie, and I'll see what you think about this comment, if there was maybe just a hint of cucumber in this particular gin and tonic, cut sure. water gin and tonic, I might not be so freaked out by it, but it is so overpowering. Oh, yeah. This really. doesn't fool you. Nobody in the world would be fooled that this was watermelon or anything else. No. This is really? this is potent. overpowering it's, cucumber. I, I still it's, only feel like I have like half taste smell and like I could clearly smell just not even before tasting it, I could smell the cucumber off the nose on this thing. It's insane. It's it's, it's oppressive. It, it really is. It's uh, it it just jumps up and whips you right up in the face. <laughs> well, um, can I just say a contra- from a contrast? If you were to go and get the Tangeray Classic Gin, del- delete him now. <laughs> just del- just get rid of him now, because I, I think that was what I told you to get. And uh, and it tastes good. It's wonderful. This, now, to be wonderful. fair, this this to be fair, this isn't terrible. It's just I don't. I'm. It it just happens to really feature a flavor that I'm very sensitive to i do not my, like my wife thinks this is great she cracked one open she's drinking right, it right now yeah um, i was gonna say and, I, I, I bet my wife would probably like this drink um and had had robbie had you had we all known like hey get the cut water gin and tonic it's like a cucumber gin and tonic like yeah. maybe like if if my mind mentally had already been on right, that track right. or something i i wouldn't have like freaked out so bad but as soon as i took a drink of this it was it was so incredibly overpowering. Like, I, if I was a, a consultant or an advisor to Cutwater, I would say, guys, let's just let's just tone this down. Just like throw this 75 percent. Sell like, this one anymore? Tone it down dramatically, and it'd probably be really good. Do you, don't you think, Robbie? If if they just brought it down fifty percent, it, it might be refreshing. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's refreshing the way it is. Uh, it's it's a hard sell for me because as I've I've said and I'll probably say 17 more times I really just don't like the flavor of cucumber and if you ever do a juice cleanse you will uh, you will probably share the feeling with me I don't know why we did one but we did and it everything tasted like cucumber just everything did for whatever reason that just cuts right through everything so that makes the pairing even that much more difficult so thank no. you for that Randy yes um, the gift <clears throat> that keeps on giving the whole year. Um, All with, right, so with that we are being said, with cigars, we do have some cigars that we're going with, uh, and I, I'm still going to stand by my choice here. Uh, I'm smoking uh, the Davidoff Dominicana 2014 in the Petit Robusto. Ooh, uh, this nice. was released last year uh, at the, uh, I believe, at the PCA trade show. Um, very good cigar. If uh, if you haven't had a chance to uh, to get one of those, give it a shot. Uh, they are pricey. It's Davidoff. Um, but yeah, I'm smoking the Petit Robusto. We'll get into the blend a little bit later. Randy, what did you decide to smoke so, with, your, uh, with your fake pairing there? <laughs> so we uh, we talked about it before the show, uh, and, and we've said on several other shows, you know, I, I, we really do try and give some variations, uh, you know, different styles of cigars uh, to pair with, um, we're drinking the same thing. Uh, but, but it's gin and tonic after all. And so I didn't want to go all the way to the other end of the spectrum like I typically would. You know, I, I thought for a minute, go rich and, and heavy. But 
Um, but I was I was too afraid that it, it, it would force the gin and tonic into a uh, into just a palate cleanser kind of position. I wanted to do something light enough that um, that we, I might have a great result for the pairing. So I will be pairing my Tangeray gin and tonic with uh, none other than the God of Fire Don Carlos. Um, this is an Arturo Fuente uh, product. Uh, you know they they came out with the God of Fire line. Um, <laughs> I think I'm just going to call it. You're going to lose this one, Randy. <laughs> if 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 if, if he doesn't, uh, if he doesn't, then then the uh, then then the game is broken. Yeah, um, it's it should be it should be 100 percent to zero, and that's not that's just because I showed up <laughs> with the right. I, I I literally just showed up. That's all I did. And I should get 100% of the votes. But well, we so far, you, really I matter. just activated it. So far, you have 100%. You know, this get is, out of here. Doesn't, Come on. This reminds <laughs> the only one. <laughs> I, I, the, only, the only person that you could vote for that did it right. And you picked this damn drink, man. I'm, I'm, I, I, I love you. I really do as a brother. But you have really disappointed me. <laughs> if, Ran, if Randy were to have somehow magically won tonight... It would be like, you know, like when like Sports Illustrated picked like a horse for like the, you know, the athlete of the year. It would be like athlete of the year is Seabiscuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, folks, I thought you were going to go with a Caitlyn Jenner angle on that one. This is you're voting for the pairing. Okay. <laughs> the, the pairing is yes, what but, you're voting But even for. there, like it's a non-starter, man. You're not even doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I mean, whatever. It doesn't. This, it's not about the votes. This is actually just trying. We're actually trying to learn something here. True. So, absolutely, Randy, yeah. by by completely ignoring your own suggestion <laughs> and just doing whatever the hell it is that Randy wants to do in Randy world, doing his Randy thing, um, you're going to help us hopefully find some side of some sort of. I don't know. Hopefully, we can find a good pairing here. Now, Robbie, uh, Robbie, uh, just real quick, I just want to get the audience involved. I want to know. I'd like to know. Uh, how many of the of the listeners doing participating on Facebook actually got the Cutwater uh, gin and tonic, and you know post your your thoughts on that? Now I know Jordan, some of them probably already have, but yep. and if you if you didn't if you didn't do it and maybe you went a different route, you know let us know on the comments because this is interesting just because it is so dramatically different from what Randy has. But uh, let us know uh, you know the comparisons between a regular gin and tonic and and this cut water gin and tonic as to what you might think, and we'll put them on the screen. Yeah, yeah. that'd be great. And if, if you go back and watch the uh, the live that I did on Monday, you will know that I did not even have the cut water in my hand at the time, and I clearly didn't know that there was cucumber in it because I just said, hey, if you can't find the cut water, just gin and tonics. I'm sure they're all going to be the same. Yeah. And <laughs> clearly that's not the friggin' case. <laughs> Well, wait Unfortunately, I found it. Barry! <laughs> uh, well, wait a minute. I'll time out because one of your live audience members, Matt Hall, just said that he doesn't have the cat water. What's going on here? No, I think he said he does. Yeah, what do you got, oh, Matt? I, Matt, what do you oh, what? He said, unfortunately, they don't no, have. Said, no, he says, unfortunately, I, I did. Uh, I brought oh. it over, so. <laughs> Good. Way to support the show, Matt. Thanks, brother. Yeah. We're all, <laughs> all suffering. Right, yeah, boys, what are you smoking back there uh, in, uh, in 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 eight-degree uh, smoglings there? All right, so uh, I've got an interesting one here, Robbie and Randy. Um, 
This is the Illusioni uh, Piv Collection uh, oh, nice. Robusto. And um, so far, the cigar itself, I really dig it. I mean, it's uh, got a lot of tangy uh, sourdough bread kind of notes to it. Um, this is the first time I've I've uh, smoked this one, so I'm, I'm going at it for the first time. And, um, I mean, obviously, the, the drink is weird. I uh, wouldn't recommend this pairing, but um, the cigar is... Very good. I like it a lot. Jordan, what do you got? I'm just going uh, old school or Esteli in the Hi. Lonsdale size, which is my fave. It's oh. tough to beat. Yep. <clears throat> so let's, uh, since we're, we've already kind of trashed this drink. And I, I think it's, it's <laughs> it, it is a little unfair. Um, it's, I mean, I don't owe anything to Cutwater. I paid for these, so I could say whatever I want. But um, it's, it's not terrible. It's I just don't I just don't like freaking cucumber. But if you I, I can tell that if you took the cucumber out of this, it would be it would actually be pretty solid <laughs> as far as far as the drink is concerned, as far as uh, like just a canned gin and tonic. It seems like the proportions are pretty good. It's not too it's not overly uh, it's like there's not enough tonic or there's too much. Uh, but yeah, it checks in at six point two percent. It's made with cut water gin. And apparently they have a naturally flavored cucumber and grapefruit tonic water. So that's where the cucumber comes from. Uh, this doesn't taste naturally flavored. It tastes uh, very, very synthetic. But um, it's cucumber nonetheless. Uh, let's talk a little bit. Uh, Randy, give us a little bit of the background on your cigar. Because I, you know, I've smoked some of the uh, God of Fire. God of Fire, mm -hmm. right? God some of that stuff. But it's been, I think you just, you gave me one recently, which I'm very excited. Thank you for that. I'm very excited to. Uh, it did. It does not make up for this, <laughs> but but I do appreciate the cigar, and I am excited to smoke it. But I haven't smoked one since like, the the last one I smoked because they have the secondary band that says the year. Uh, I think it was 2007 was the year that was on that. So I don't know when that was released, um, but that's the last time I had one. So tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. So so the God of Fire line was a is a collaboration between Arturo Fuente and Prometheus um, uh, uh, cigar accessories. So they make, uh, you know, like ST DuPont pricing level, uh, you know, uh, lighters and cutters, a really, really high end, beautiful, beautifully uh, constructed uh, design. So I'm not really that familiar with the whole partnership that they have. Um, but I found this got a fire line. You know, it's got this, uh, you, you know, gorgeous, like mythological, um, cre uh, you know, uh, God on the band. Um, really lovely. The Don Carlos, this comes in two different uh, blends. Um, there's the Don Carlos and the Don Car and the Carlitos. Pardon me, Don Carlos and Carlitos are the two blends. And, um, and so it's a really fun story. I always really enjoyed. I had done, I had uh, come up with this idea to do a, a Father's Day um, article for Dojo that never came to fruition. <laughs> that uh, uh, because there's so many great stories, you know, we talk all the time. You, you know, it mostly comes up these days because of how many um, newcomers there were to the cigar industry in the 90s um, that didn't come from um, like multi generational families. But that was like the traditional way to get into tobacco and into cigars was these multi-generational families. And um, obviously the Arturo Fuente family and, and, and story is one of the premier stories that, that kind of follow that guideline. And so I always really enjoyed the, the backstory to this that, uh, that uh, Carlos um, uh, Sr. 
created a blend and then his son Carlito, who, as we all know now, as as the head of the family is uh, unfortunately, you know, Don Carlos has, has uh, since passed. Uh, but this was a, a fun project that they did that there was a father and son version uh, that both came out in the same line. And I'll tell you, you know, it, it, we talk about construction and so many brands are thought of um, when it comes to construction. The one in your hand is probably more synonymous with construction. And um, every time I've ever had uh, one of these Don Carlos um, or, or any of the God of Fire cigars, I always end up with a three or four inch ash without ever even trying, without even noticing, you know, just looking down all of a sudden I'm, I'm halfway through with the cigar and it hasn't, the ash hasn't fallen yet. Um, so the construction on these is immaculate. The, the tobacco is, um, again, you know, having the, their names on it, you know, clearly they use some of their best well-aged tobaccos. Um, so just very, very flavorful, very smooth, classic um, luxury cigars. You know, I, I would definitely put these in the tier of, um, you know, everyday smokes, you know, high end. And then there's that like extra special luxury um, uh, kind of uh, uh, area for um, for cigars. This one I put in there. You said you were smoking a dab it off. I didn't want to get um you know, laughed out of the house by, by putting a $6 stick up against, uh, you know, whatever uh, the one you're, you're putting out there is, even though there's some phenomenal 6 and $7 sticks out there. Um, but I thought it was, uh, it'd be a fun time to pull out something really special. So um, this one has an Ecuadorian uh, wrapper. As with many of these, they're, they're kind of uh, close to the vest on, on uh, exact varietals. You know, they, they, they always seem to keep it real generic in their descriptions of the blends on these. But it's an Ecuadorian uh, wrapper with Dominican filler and binder. Um, the Carlito uh, has, I, I forget the exact blend, but it's a little bit punchier. Um, so dad went a little bit more traditional, um, old school, you know, just the Dominican and Ecuadorian. Uh, a little bit smoother, more nuanced flavor, but still very, very full flavored, in my opinion. Um, you get, get a lot of like toasted bread, almonds. You, you, you know, uh, plenty of nuts and spices and all that stuff, but all on the lighter side of things, you know. Um, so, so far, tasting very, very good. Going great with this fabulous Tangeray gin and tonic uh, with, with no extra additives, except for the botanicals. Obviously, you know, we've talked before about what botanicals are. You know, they're, they're, they're plant-derived. Um, juniper being the, the classic driving flavor of uh of gin in general but as we've seen uh with craft cocktails um uh in general you know you see more and more variations of those botanical blends you know all, all the way to you know different uh, small uh craft brands um uh, actually taking credit for how many different you know 17 botanical blends and and this and that you know cardamom is a real common one that you find um but uh so I, I I am real sorry I I, I had to I had to pivot when you told me it was cucumber at the last minute I had to run out and grab something different because I knew no that. wait a, wait 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 talking about a, an apology backfiring <laughs> I just assumed and maybe I'm speaking for myself here but I'm probably speaking for the rest of the free world watching the show <laughs> that you just couldn't find this. And got the next yeah, best. Yeah, should have went with that angle. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man. But no, this no, no, was, no. Rob no, told me was it was a... cucumber, and I was like, oh yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh that, 
That's I feel, that's I feel like we big. should all just get up and leave. <laughs> <laughs> so this was an active decision. Oh, anybody anybody who votes for you, can we know who votes for. Can we do we know who the votes are from? Because <laughs> that those people need to be exiled if they vote. If anybody votes for him. He's got a, he's got a few <clears throat> canceled. Can't canceled. Yeah. Um, now, Randy, uh, it, there, according amazing. to Dojoverse, there are a lot more than two God of Fires. Yeah. There are more than two God of Fires. Okay. That, that, yeah, sure, sure. There, there, is a whole, there is a whole subsequent line of God of Fire cigars. Um, the these they tend two, to release the main pairs, two right? are the Father, Son, and then... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, Carlos, yeah. the Don mm-hmm. Carlos and Carlitos are the pair. Um, I'm actually a big fan of the Maduro, which has... You know, other, other than namesake, has nothing to do with these two. Right. Um, I, I only reference those two because it, it is this. Um, if you look it up, there is this story about the Don Carlos and Carlitos that it was this father-son project, very specifically that it was like a, a challenge uh, between the two of them. And they and right. and again, they wanted you know Carlitos very very uh, specifically wanted to do something um, that was kind of more new age, more modern. Uh, than his dad was doing, you know, what very, very specifically. <laughs> uh, but yeah, obvi- obviously these are not the only two uh, cigars with. <clears throat> All right, now that you're done. Um... <laughs> Sorry, I was taking my picture to post on the Dojo verse. Um, so I went with the uh, the Davidoff Dominicana 2014, and as I said, this was released, <clears throat> I believe, at the PCA trade show, probably a little bit thereafter. Uh, this year or this past year in 2021, this is a fantastic, fantastic cigar. This is only the second one I've smoked, um, and they've both been in the the short robusto, which is what is the sizing on this? It's it's uh, it's a little guy. Um, <clears throat> short robusto checks in at. I should have done this beforehand, but it's like four and a half by fifty. Uh, it's it's a it's a little guy, um, and it also comes in a, a regular robusto <clears throat> and a toro. So uh, in the future, I think I'm going to seek out the Toro size because this is a fantastic cigar. Uh, it's a Dominican wrapper. It's the hybrid 257. Uh, binder is uh, Ecuadorian hybrid 151. I don't know what those particular things mean. Uh, those are just specific names given to these things. Randy might know. I don't know. Uh, but for me, it's a Dominican wrapper, uh, Ecuadorian binder, a uh, bunch of different fillers in here. San Vicente. Uh, they've got the Viso Seco. Um, uh, Peloto Viso, uh, Dominican Corojo, 99 Seco, and the Yamasa Viso. Just so there's every got, Dominican yeah. tobacco is yeah. in there. There's there's just a whole bunch of stuff going on, and I love, I absolutely love their infographics that they that Davidoff creates for uh, for their cigars. If you go, it's just on their website, and it breaks it down um, it beautifully visually in in thirds, and it gives you kind of a a flavor profile that you can expect. Uh, they say the intensity on this one is dialed all the way up to five, uh, which uh, I guess for a Davidoff, it really kind of is. This is definitely <clears throat> medium. It's not going to not even going to get into the medium plus really for me. Medium plus in flavor, though, this thing is packing with a bunch of flavor. It's I went with it because the first time I smoked it, I had a lot of that kind of fresh cabinet spice, uh, but not the sweet side of the cabinet spice, a bit more of the. The cardamoms, as you mentioned, and, and uh, the, the nutmegs and things of that nature. Not specifically those flavors because I couldn't really tell you the difference. But to me, it's more of the, the feel of that cabinet spice. You've got the sweeter stuff, and then you've got the stuff that's just a bit more spicy. 
and it, it fits into that range. There's some uh, some woody notes, some leather. There's actually a pretty hefty leather on this, which goes surprisingly well with that kind of bitterness that you get, that heavy bitterness that you get from uh, from the gin. Uh, there's a little bit of dried fruit that comes in there as well. For me, it's kind of a, it's more of like a dried cherry. So uh, it's combating, <laughs> nice. it's it's fighting it's fighting the good fight against the uh, the cucumber. <laughs> um, but it, all things said, uh, this isn't ter- this isn't a terrible pairing as much as that cucumber is trying to screw everything else up. But I'm curious though, and this is a question I guess really for everybody. Randy, I'll ask you first, and boys, you can chime in. Does the gin and tonic, anything that's going to be, well, let's just say gin and tonic for, for, uh, for argument's sake, can that really be a good pairing or is it just a fancy palate cleanser? Is, well, it's kind of the, the question that, that, uh, that, that kind of bouncing around my head. I, I have a few things. There's some synergies going on here. There's some spreadsheets and some, some stuff where the, <laughs> you know, things are, things are connecting the dots, but it really just, like, I feel like I just get a nice, cool, uh, semi-citrusy, disgustingly cucumbery uh, palate cleanse. So, uh, what's, well, where are we here? I where think, are we with this? I mean, with a normal gin and tonic, uh, you went the right direction. I, that's, for me, if I'm ever going to do a gin and tonic, which I would rarely do for a pairing, but you, were go- you would want to go with like an Avo, like Avo LEO5 has tons of those same botanical kind of flavors. Uh, and Davidoff has a lot of that too. The, all the the florals and the botanics go really well with the gin and tonic, I think. Yeah, no, I I, I couldn't agree more. Like like with, with everything that, that can be going on with the the quinine from from the tonic, the the botanicals from the uh, the gin, there are definitely cigars that can um, that can deliver. And uh, I'll talk in a minute about if I think mine is. But it actually reminds me of something when you asked that, Rob. Dojo, it's a whole new year, and we've got amazing news here at Flavor Odyssey. We have just found out that not only have we had the opportunity for the last three seasons to be sponsored by the greatest manufacturer of cigars of all time. But again, in 2022, we are going to be continuing on with this party and we will have Drew Estate as our sponsor partner once again for all of the coming year. I could go on and on about all the amazing things that this brand has going on in its portfolio and its marketing, especially that handsome devil that they have in their social department and how they have a portfolio that covers the full spectrum of flavor, so much so that they have a cigar for every smoker and every occasion. But I would much rather just remind you that Flavor Odyssey and all the fun that we have here wouldn't be possible without Drew Estate. We constantly ask you to share the show, subscribe the show, heck, even rate the show. But the most important thing that you could do if you enjoy everything that we do here at Flavor Odyssey is follow and support Drew Estate. And let that devilishly handsome digital media manager of theirs know how much you appreciate that they bring Robbie Raz and Randy Griggs to you every single week. So, 
Follow Drew Estate on all digital platforms at Drew Estate and ask for them at a local brick and mortar near you. One brick and mortar that you will always be able to find Drew Estate cigars in is Smoke In. Smoke In is responsible for sponsoring all the cigars smoked here on Flavor Odyssey. Don't miss a true cigar experience with their courteous and knowledgeable staff and over 600 of the world's finest brands to choose from within Florida's largest walk-in humidors. Drop by any one of their 11 brick-and-mortar locations or visit them online at smokein.com. All right, that's that was the best one you've ever done in English. <laughs> very what? nice, very nice. <laughs> that was that I was, loved it. That was that was spotless, man. That was wow. beautiful. Wow. Well, thank that was you beautiful. So you, I'm still mad at you, but that was great. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you like broke the voice for a second there to like honestly speak with the people. That was yeah. that was great. It was very. It was good. I give him. A, I give him. A, I give him a nine point two. Awesome. Awesome. Well, no, it, it is exciting. That that was breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. We did just re-sign a new deal with Drew Estate to continue on for another year of sponsorship so you can be sure that Robbie Raz and I are going to be here doing these phenomenal cucumber-based pairings for at least another calendar year. You prick. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, <laughs> no, that, that was no, I'm that sorry. Was I kind of broke in in the middle of something. I wanted to hear Eric's opinion there. Yeah, yes. Eric, I don't know where you fall on the gin and tonic conversation. Uh, like, what do you think? <laughs> do you think that there's a, a reasonable chance to be able to find some good cigars out there to go well with the gin and tonic? All right, so here's my opinion on the gin and tonic. It's a lot like the mojito in that I don't know how much that it pairs with cigars, but it can, I mean, as a complimentary pairing, but it can go great with cigars just because, you know, especially in the summertime, it can, it's it's a great palate cleanser. I know that that term gets way overused. We say that too, too often, but it is true, like, even now, I'm um, smoking this uh, Piv Robusto. Like, as much as I don't like this drink, it does allow me, Robbie and Randy, to really taste this cigar the way I want to taste it. Because when I take a drink of the drink, it kind of clears things out. And then, boom, I'm there again. There's no um, sweetness or coffee or any kind of molasses or any kind of thing that's, like, distracting me from the cigar. So I get to have the cigar, you know, in its in its pristine form. And... For that reason alone, these types of pairings, these citrusy, refreshing, bubbly type pairings, this, the mojito, and a couple other ones, vodka tonic, they're, they're a good pairing. Well, yeah, but so it has to add something. Otherwise, you would just do Topo Chico. No, well, I mean, not necessarily, but... Yeah, there's, there's value there in the sense that, like you were saying, it kind of, you get to enjoy the cigar the way that you want to. Right. You have, you have, uh, you have a beverage that's refreshing right and and you get a little buzz on so i mean you, that's i mean that checks three of the two boxes right <laughs> <laughs> well you know it, it's funny the way uh you know eric, eric mentioned that too you know we, we might i don't i want to say overuse the term but we do lean into the term palate cleanser quite a bit and and, and i do want to stop to say because he made me think of something there is that i i feel like sometimes the way we use it might seem um like it's a negative, negative thing yeah yeah, the reality is, you know, we've talked about uh, um, um, pellet fatigue on this show before. And, um, and oh, I'm so glad that Chad just brought up the Topo Chico uh, Ranch Water. We'll get to that in, 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 the, in the after hours here. Uh, but the, uh, 
Um, but 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 a palate cleanser is a fantastic thing, even if you are just talking about Tobo Chico, because uh, you know if you're just smoking along, smoking along, there's certain flavors that might be a little bit more nuanced, a little bit more subtle that kind of just go away. You you just become kind of, kind of desensitized to them a little bit. So a palate cleanser is a really good thing to have when you're doing any sort of like flavor tasting uh, in general. Because it allows you to come back with a fresh palate and appreciate some of those lighter, nuanced flavors um, again uh, for, from kind of a fresh perspective. So, uh, first of all, I just want to say that being a palate cleanser isn't a derogatory term that we use when when referencing uh, something. But um, but I I think that gin and tonic definitely again you you know I, I've been getting a little bit more into um, into tonic. And, and some of the differences in some uh, tonics, you know, I, 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 you know, picked up some just super generic grocery store, like Shasta. I haven't made my own yet, but I'm definitely going to look into buying some bulk quinine. And, um, and, oh, and, and, you know, I, I've mentioned fever tree is a brand that I'm a big fan of. Um, you know, their tonic stands out. Mm. If we were to do a, a, a vertical tasting of different uh, tonics, I mean, they, they are not all created equal. They bring different characteristics and different flavor to the to the equation, and and the uh, and the effervescence, the carbonation of the tonic water also makes the the botanicals in the gin more aromatic in general. Right. So you're actually it's it's actually increasing and enhancing some of the botanical characteristics in the gin. So I I, I think to to just gloss over a gin and tonic simply as a, as a palate cleanser isn't isn't doing it justice. Now, are they lighter flavors that are easy to like kind of um, uh, over overpower with too strong of a cigar? I think absolutely. Well, now, Randy, I would say just as an example for folks listening and see what I don't know what the viewers think. But for this particular cigar, this Piv Robusto, it's imagine uh, it tastes similar to like an Epernay, similar, uh, similar. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to say similar to an Epernay. Um, this particular cigar, let's say I was, I was having like a, uh, a latte of some sort, right? And that sweetness in the cream, I think might start, start to cover up some of this, the fun spices of this cigar. And oh, so because okay, sure. of, because of that, I might tell somebody that I, I don't, I wouldn't say this cut water per se, but, uh, a gin and tonic or a mojito might be a better pairing with a cigar like this than a coffee or a latte or something with cream in it, you know? Right, right, um, right. So something that would typically be considered a better cigar pairing just right, on the surface, right? on the surface. Yeah. So in, in this particular case, I would prefer with this cigar to have more of a palate cleanser than I would, you know, anything that was thicker or sweeter. Yeah. Great point. Really <laughs> great point. I got to ask you, though, because um, I, I've got some of the... Um, the Luzioni cigars, and I know they use that goofy font. And I don't know if this is what's in your hand or not. I know he has a line that I believe is is privé, which is like a yeah. foreign word for like private. Is that what you have, or is it a no? A this, is, is, this is Jeremy Pivens. Jeremy Pivens. It's not even really a Luzioni cigar. It's just Dion blended it. So he was oh, in okay. Jeremy Pivens was in old school, right? Oh, he's he from came uh, out with most that. known from Antara. Yeah, and so he, he's an actor, and uh, yeah, he's been on Cigar Aficionado cover twice. Yeah, no, 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 he's a big deal. So, so that cigar came out. I, I missed the, uh, the 
the press release. It's very on that. good. It's very good. Yeah, yeah. Rob, Rob did an interview with uh, with Dion at PCA last year, and he had he had informed us that it was a project he was working on. I didn't know that it had actually come out yet. Yeah, yeah. I think it right. hit the market just like a month ago. This oh, okay. is uh, a lot uh, of the brands that. Oh, sorry, Robbie. No, you're fine. A lot of the brands that do Agonorsa, you know, Agonorsa kind of just recently developed their Corojo 2012. And so everyone's been doing their take on it. I think uh, HVC's uh, was the 10th anniversary. Uh, this is Dion's basically first go at it. Got the, it. Interesting. You have to, track that, have to track that one down. I, to, to answer my own question, um, I think it can be both. Uh, I guess, I mean, I, you ask a question, you have an idea of what you think, obviously. Sure. It, I think it could be both. And I, I feel like this cigar is a pretty good illustration. If this were just a, it, this is a pretty damn good pairing as it is. If it were a pretty standard uh, uh, gin and tonic, like, you know, the one that I would make, uh, I'd probably leave the rosemary out. But if, uh, if this was just a, a standard gin and tonic, I think this would be, there'd be a lot of synergy between the, the, the cabinet spice uh, flavors that I'm getting from, uh, from this uh, Davidoff Dominicana 2014 um, that would really, I think, elevate the experience. And so not just be um, a palate cleanser, but I think it, would, it can be both, right? I think it can, yeah. it can just be a palate cleanser if you're smoking a, you know, a heavy Maduro or something like that, uh, which would be interesting, maybe off-putting, maybe not. Um, Got to try it and find out. That's the fun part about pairing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think, I think it, it's one of those weird things that can be both. And I, it's, it, it's on the same lines of like a, a Pilsner. Uh, I know we've done uh, Pilsner a few times, like Pilsner or Kel, for for whatever reason, uh, was one that has paired really, really well. And I've we've done that on the show, I think twice, and I've done it, you know, here in Lot B minus on my own, uh, without telling anybody else about it, several times because it was because it was delicious. Uh, so it's it's one of those, it's kind of a gray area, but I can see why people would think this would be a weird pairing or something kind of tough to to find some synergy with. Um, with all that said, given, you know, where we are in the show, I'm just going to go ahead and give it, I am going to give it a thumbs down. Uh, but it is, it is more about the, the cucumber, uh, than anything else. Uh, cause I just, I just can't get past it. Well, e even though you, you shouldn't got, even get a vote this week, but go ahead. I would say, even though you guys have basically sabotaged me and convinced the whole audience that they shouldn't be voting for me, I, would I believe you sabotaged yourself. <laughs> I, I will tell you, okay, maybe you torpedoed me. Maybe I sabotaged. Uh, I'll tell you, um, I'm thrilled with this Tangeray, um pre-made gin tonic. Again, mm. we've kind of kind of buried the lead that this was the pre-made segment. That's kind of what we wanted to be talking about and how, how these, how these drinks kind of, kind of, um, you know, have a place in, in our, in our cocktail, you know, experiences. Uh, one of the things that I like the most about this one, other than it not having any cucumber is that it's highly effervescent, which is something that I found kind of interesting. We've talked about that with a lot of the pre-made stuff that it's uh, usually still, there, there's not a lot of carbonation. If there is, it's uh, it's mild carbonation. This was fizzy as can be, man. This is like Topo Chico level uh, carbonation. Really, really high level carbonation, which again, I think uh, it really amplifies the botanicals. It's 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 really really tasty. And um, and if you can get your hands on these God of Fires, um, either the Don Carlos or the Carlito version or any of the others in, in the line, they're exceptional. They're, they're, they're some of the like premier cigars that come out of Arturo Fuente. Um, so this is easily, and, and again, 
what I like about this cigar, it has the complexities of nuts and spices and and those kind of not roasted but toasted characteristics, that breadiness, that that bread crust, there's white pepper and and some um, some lighter baker baking spices, maybe a little bit of cardamom by itself. It's going phenomenally well with the gin and tonic. So whether it's premix or a regular gin and tonic, um, I think this is I think you'd be pleasantly surprised uh, to put one of these cigars up against the gin and tonic. It's, it's an enthusiastic thumbs up for me. This was a, a knock it out of the park uh, uh, pairing that everyone should vote for me as a result of me having the better. <laughs> Have we ever had a show where uh, Robbie or Randy was thumbs down and then Robbie or the other guy was other thumbs guy up, won. but he, he, the guy with thumbs down won. I don't think we've. Oh, I don't think we've come ever. On, don't do it, audience. It's just spiteful. It's, no, it's, do it's it. not a good it's, it's look. Not, it's not spiteful at all. You made us drink <laughs> the worst an entire can of cucumber nonsense. This might be my. I mean, not pairing wise, just drink wise. The mo- my most hated drink we've ever drank on the show. Oh, without question. Oh yeah. And it's. I feel bad because we're. I mean, we're trashing this cut water. It's. I mean, if you go into it and you're expecting cucumber and that's something that you like, I think you're going to dig this. Oh, 22 and, year old girls would love this. <laughs> and uh, and I'm I'm uh, I, I am glad to hear that the Tangeray version, which is the one that I suggested that we do, uh, is uh, is good. So uh, I will uh, I will check that out because I do like a gin and tonic. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's one of those drinks that I don't have it all the time. And then when I have it, I think, man, why don't I have this more often? Even at this time of year, it's still it's refreshing. It's it's uh, it's a tasty beverage. I think I'm probably going to go in and make one uh, to uh, wash this out of uh, of my mouth. But uh, I think we did learn a couple of things um, about pairing with a gin and tonic. I think both of these cigars. I think we, we kind of went in similar directions as far as flavor profile is concerned. Uh-huh. Um, but man, this uh, Randy, I don't know if you've had this or if you have any uh, this uh, Davidoff Dominicana, dude. Uh, I, I I know your feelings about Davidoff. Uh, this is uh, I think you'll enjoy this one. You should uh, you should uh, seek it out. If you don't have any, let me know. I got a couple. I could I could uh, front you a couple because it is very very good. I see a uh, I see a box of these I think in my future, which I'll probably go either Robusto or Toro because this this short Robusto. I wish I had the sizing on these. I, I just don't have it in front of me. You said uh, four and a half by fifty. I that was a guess. Um, it's, uh, it is, it's four by 50 and the Robusto is oh, five wow. and eight. It's really more of a Rothschild. Teens. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's a little guy, four by 50. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm milking it just to get through the show here. Uh, the, uh, Robusto itself, uh, five and an eighth by 52 and the Toro is six by 54. So, uh, probably the, that box purchase is probably going to be the standard Robusto size. Yeah, that sounds all right. That 54 is that's yeah, stretching it for me, you know. Yeah, totally. Which is a weird yeah. visual, but um, boy, Jeez. what uh, I is. Hi oh. I started drinking at noon today, so I apologize. <laughs> the, uh, they already signed that new contract, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like that's already the ink's dry. It's <laughs> good. Um, uh, <laughs> wow, I totally lost. I, I assume you guys are both thumbs down on, on your pairings. Yeah, I mean, the, the, I'm thumbs down simply the same reason you are, Robbie, is the, just the drink. Uh, be, you, we have to say the thumbs up, thumbs down has to be like, would you recommend this pairing? No, yeah. I would not recommend this pairing because the drink is so bizarre and so distracting. The cigar 
This, so uh, we're really giving the thumbs down, sorry, to Randy and not the parent. <laughs> kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's um, the way to look at it, I think. I thought it was a no-brainer. We have loved, we've, we've literally had like five of the eight different cutwaters available and have all, all every one of the four of us have yeah, all gushed yeah. over the That's brand. true. That, that is well true. Done. Like, I thought it was a no-brainer. That's true. I think that, that, that uh, you know, thoroughly about it. I apologize to everybody out there. Um, you know, you send all your complaints uh, to <laughs> Robbie Raz at CigarGojo.com. He'll put a, a check in the mail for twelve ninety nine to reimburse you for the four pack. Of, uh, go on. Indeed. And two thumbs, <laughs> two thumbs down for Randy. Get him, Barry. Uh, now, okay, we've we've uh, we've kicked Randy enough. Uh, boys, do we have any announcements? Any special sure. stuff that we need to talk well, about? Well, I feel like it's that time of year. There's always something. You know? Jordan, do you want to uh, do the, the final vote real quick? And then yeah. we'll... So let me pause this poll. Uh, we've got Robbie with the win, of course, 77%. Wow. Who are... What? Oh, that who, is way too close. Who are those 23%? 23% Randy. <laughs> who are those 23? I don't know. People that weren't voting for Randy, Randy's but were got voting a few for extra accounts and got a fire. Uh, they're, they're people who, who owe Randy money. Yeah. Is, is, the, uh, is the idea. So the 23% came from the Castle crew. We can pretty much guarantee that. Um... <laughs> Uh, guys, Friday night, two nights from tonight, I'll have Bradley Rubin on the show. Uh, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but um, K- Kinsugi, uh, Bradley, Alec and, Alec and Bradley, not Alec Bradley, but Alec and Bradley's cigar has done really well in a bunch of these lists. Um, so uh, we'll talk a little bit about that and just some other goofy stuff. It should be a fun show. Uh, but real quick, we had our contest, our uh, hashtag 2022 resolutions contest that we've been running since new year's eve which we had a ton of fun the winner gets a box of the gurkha nicaragua which is by the way made at agonorsa leaf so it's a super if you're if you're if you're gonna go gurkha this is the way to go it's a really cool box very very gorgeous box of cigars and the winner of the 2022 resolutions contest is jordan Picologist. He had two hilarious entries. Uh, the, nice. one, the one on the left is uh, my New Year's resolution is to fit in my prom tuxedo. Look how look how look at that. He's a, he's, he's a good looking fellow there. And then on the right, he says, I resolve to call her up a thousand times a day. And he's looking in his humidor as we uh, figured out before the show. That's a line from a police song. Ah. Right. Yeah. Ah. Anyways, congratulations to. Pickologist Mark Burns. And then get this, guys. There's more because starting this Monday, starting this Monday, we start to reveal the uh, 2021 Cigars of the Year. We start Ooh. Monday. We go Tuesday. We go Wednesday. We go Thursday. And then next, the next Friday, that's uh, a week from this Friday, we will announce the winners. That's the winner of Cigar of the Year. We'll have limited edition Cigar of the Year. And some other awards that we always uh, present. So that's a week from Friday. We have an, a panel of nine guys that do this, and Robbie and Randy are part of this panel. We don't take this lightly. Um, I don't know if you guys saw our guidelines that we published uh, a couple days ago. Um, Jordan and I and Scott and Matt and everybody in the dojo, we have been literally, this has been our main focus for the last three weeks is just going over every single, trying to not leave any stone unturned um, for this list. We, we're really excited about this list. We feel like 
it's funny because like sometimes you get to the halfway through the through the year mark, and you Jordan, you say like, God, this is going to be a, a, a bad year. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the year, when you you put all this together, and you start seeing some of the cigars that are on there. I actually feel like this has been a good it's year. A good one, yeah. This has been a very, very good year. So please, please uh, uh, stay tuned to CigarDojo.com starting Monday to start to see the reveal. Boys, that's all I have. I, I am excited about that. Beautiful. I'm looking. This was uh, this was a good, a lot of uh, good cigars, and it's it's funny. I mean, you think with pandemic and and everybody having uh, you know supply chain issues, and I can't get my bands or my boxes or whatever the hell. Uh, it's uh, there were a lot of uh, of exciting cigars released this year. This Davidoff Dominicana 2014 being one of them. Um, <clears throat> I think I voted for it for something, but I don't remember what it was for. Uh, hopefully it wins. Um, but uh, we'll be back, Randy. We got uh, we are done with the pre-made, ready to drink cocktail segment. Uh, yeah, it's over. Um, so that's that's a good thing. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, really, so strong with that mai tai too. There, yeah, yeah, the mai tai is solid. And I mean, can look, you rank them? Uh, yeah. Mai tai and then everything else. Oh, I, I'd go Barsmith number one. Oh, I didn't. I, I missed that episode. I have the Barsmith. Oh, Smith. you weren't there. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the, that was the episode we right. were uh, doing our our Christmas with uh, Dana's family. So I, I didn't get to do that one. Um, right. But I'd, I think I, I've had the Barsmith. We did that in Vegas. Yeah, cool. I think I'd still go. Just based on the drink, I think the the uh, the mai tai would probably be first. What was the second one that we did? Oh, it was the margarita. margarita. Um, yeah, it's well, I I'm, I missed the other. Good I one. go bar smith <laughs> mai tai margarita. This. Yep, I'm with Jordan. That on seems that. That, that seems like a reasonable way to go. But mai tai mai tai mai tai. We did what we set out to do, which which is to show that, that yeah. if you you know I'm I, I was hoping that we you know turn some people onto this is a whole new segment. There's a lot of of options. There's some regional craft options in the ready to drink cocktail uh, space now uh, that everyone should be paying attention to because yeah. there, there are some really nice ones out there. Um, apparently, you know, read the extra ingredients closely on the back of the can before you make your purchase. No, it's, it's, it's right on the front. It's right on the front. It's a lot better uh, than the seltzer water. I can tell you that. Um, it, it's it, we're we're flip we're being flippant about it, but it, these, I mean, they're good. This this type of thing has has existed in the past. You go all the way back to like your Barnells and James Perfect. wine coolers and things of that nature, and it has existed. Zimas and things like that, and it has morphed throughout the years. And then we got the seltzer thing, which was terrible, and I, I never got on board with that. I'm glad it's gone, uh, or leaving, um, and being replaced by these uh, these pre-made cocktails. A lot of them are very good for what they are. They they're it's it's almost like well no it's not. Uh, it's it's they're not a replacement for uh, having a good cocktail. They're just you're you're barbecuing, you're going to a tailgate. It's a uh, convenience. You know, thing. Yeah, it's it's super convenient and. For what you're getting and for what it costs, really, they're not super expensive. They are they're they're solid. Um, yeah. I mean that that my tie, dude. I I they're stocked in the fridge. I keep them. I keep yeah. them stocked in the fridge. Well, I, and, I, I think and, the convenience thing comes so so big into play. How many people, you know, don't drink cocktails more readily because of the 
well, I'm not sure if I have the ice cube or the sugar cube or or the the garnish or I think the. It's funny that you started with ice cubes because literally everyone has those. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I meant sugar. Cube. I don't know if I have the ice or the cup. I mean, I don't know if I have here? water. Do I have a spoon to stir it with? I, I don't know what's going on. I mean, I have I all mean, the alcohol and the ingredients. But jeez, <laughs> but this ice is just terrible. No, it, it, Randy, you're making a good point. Um, it's it's the it's the convenience of the thing. Yep. And and honestly, for what you're getting, you know, you're getting four. I mean, this is 12 ounces of gin and tonic, which is like at least two gin and tonics. It's at least two cocktails, and it's not as much alcohol that's in there. Uh, so you can have a couple. You're not going to get schlitty, right. and um, and and you can enjoy it as long as you like cucumber. But uh, you know, for the most part, they they do serve a really good purpose. Yeah. That uh, we're going to have you know three or four bottles of that uh, uh, that Kirkland Margarita on hand just in case. Like we have a bunch of people show up one day we're doing barbecue or something and say screw it we're all gonna have margaritas and there you go uh it re- they really do serve a purpose and uh for the most part they're all really tasty and if you like if you like cucumber you're gonna love this so yeah it's definitely Randy <laughs> <laughs> ice bill love powers bill. coming in strong um so uh next week uh we've got a wild card episode randy and we are going with since it's the new year it's celebratory <laughs> time changes in life Yes. You know, things things are are, are you know, pointing in the right direction. 2021 is in the rear view because it was it was a rough one. It was a rough one. Uh, so we are going with uh, champagne. We're going to go with champagne, sparkling wine. You know, you don't have to, you know, go buy like a $50 bottle of champagne. You can if you want. Uh, and I recommend it. But uh, you can we're going with uh, sparkling wine and trying to find what we think. We're all going to drink some sparkling wine and come up with four different pairings. Uh, spoiler alert. I am going with the Illusione Epernay because uh, Randy screwed this up, so I get to pick now. And uh, so I'm going to go with that because, you know, the story behind that cigar is it was paired to, it was blended to pair with champagne. Right. And so we'll talk about that a little bit. So that's going to be next Wednesday. And then, Randy, we are kicking off the next segment. Uh-huh. In, uh, and I'm pulling it up right here. I see you, your reaction there. Yeah, I'm and, ready. And, and we're going, oh, board not found on Trello. Randy, I have been kicked out, so I need you to, uh, I need you to do it. So we are going to switch up. We are sticking with the same idea of we're all going to be this for the first three segments. We've all been drinking the same thing. And these next couple of segments, we're all going to be smoking the exact same thing and coming up with our own uh, uh, liquid pairing. So, Randy, why don't you give everybody a background on what we're going in for the next segment? Yes. So for the next segment in season four, we are going to be smoking Maduro's for four straight episodes. Uh, we already have those um, cigars chosen. Should I reveal the uh, cigar selection? Let's do it, man. Let's All just right. do it. So uh, so we are going to be smoking Maduros. Again, as, as Robbie said, you know, Jordan and Eric will be drinking bourbon every week. Uh, Robbie and I will be <laughs> bringing different beverages each individual week to pair with the four different Maduros. The four Maduros that we're all going to be smoking are as follows. The Aganorsa Leaf. Anniversario Maduro, the Romacraft Cro-Magnon, the Crownheads Serie E, mm. and then we'll finish it off with the Liga Provada T52. And so, again, we'll all smoke those cigars and bring different pairings uh, to see who can come up with the best pairing uh, on the beverage side as we go through and find the best Maduro pairing that we can. Beautiful. Yeah, that's a nice lineup. I'm, I'm excited uh, with that. And then I think we're going with uh, Natural Wrapper. 
uh, as the next one, right? Is the following segment. That's, we'll, that's, that's, you know, a month away, but, uh, just to give a heads up. So we're, we're kind of flip, flipping the script as the kids used to say, um, <clears throat> when we were kids, uh, they said that, and we're, <laughs> instead of all drinking the same thing, we're all going to smoke the same thing and go from there. Uh, yeah, thanks. It's solid. I don't know who said that. Somebody said solid Maduro list. I'm excited. That Serie E, that's, uh, Bro. that one, came, that was the, that was released at, uh, it came out after PCA, probably in like September or something from Crown Heads. That is fire. I dig that cigar a lot. Uh, so looking forward to that. Um, so yeah, again, next week, wild card with uh, sparkling wine. And if you want to be like the cool kids, smoke and Epernay. If you want to be like Randy, I, I don't know, get a Bud Light, get the champagne of beers and, uh, and pair it with whatever you like. Uh, thanks everybody like. for tuning in. Apologies to everybody who purchased this beverage on Randy's behalf. Uh, <laughs> he, he will uh, he will send out some uh, some cash rewards for those who had a terrible experience. Uh, we'll be back next Wednesday. Everybody have a great week. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Be kind to each other. It doesn't cost you anything. We'll see you next week as Odyssey continues. <laughs>